0: Yeah, yeah, you got there a little bit later
1: Yeah, well, wow, dude, I was so canned I'll try not to shit my pants the whole time at Mario's <laughs> I wasn't going to use this bathroom because there's so many fucking people pissing in I like did. that
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back into another episode of Making the Walk. Today is the 13th. It's Friday the 13th. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize that while typing this out.
1: Um, well, I'm not going to work today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> by the Fuck time that. you hear this, you're already going to be at work.
1: We're <laughs> <laughs> on your way to work.
0: Actually, you don't listen to it. Good Mike Grosh doesn't listen to the podcast.
1: Our marketers listen.
0: <laughs> he listens... He he doesn't have to listen. He lives the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> so the other voice you're hearing is the co-host Mike. Uh, Mikey, how you doing?
1: Oh shit. Well, the cold street continuesly. So <laughs> well, not so much in fighting, but everything else. <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah. So yeah. I gotta I gotta refund the accounts again this weekend.
0: <laughs> oh no. So uh can you explain to the viewers where you were last podcast?
1: No. We can't go into details. All I can say is it went well and we are going to do it again. So, um, Hey, yeah, that's about Uh, it. That's as far as I'll go. All right. So,
0: um, we are missing Alex, but don't turn it off. Don't don't do not turn off the episode just because he is not here. Do not turn it off. I understand he is a large source of entertainment. So whatever you do, don't, don't turn it off just yet. Um, we do have a pretty solid show for you. We're going to review our 274 picks. Um, they didn't. They went okay, I guess. Did so, so. you do okay? In turn, uh,
1: right? two, two and four overall. So, I mean, not, not dog shit, but not good.
0: I think it really
1: saved my ass. I'll tell you that much.
0: Kind of what me and Alex talked about. I think we went five and six on that. Um, but we're getting ahead good. of ourselves here. And then we're going to preview the upcoming Vegas 54 uh, Blahovic Rakic card. Um, that'll be this saturday um so before we start we always like to kind of get into our non-ufc stuff um we're gonna play name that state again it's not gonna be as fun without alex but we're gonna put mike he's to the not test here to here. get
1: mad about it
0: <laughs> yeah we're gonna put mike to the test here um so i'm gonna read a headline and mike's gotta guess what state it comes from so a blank driver blames gps for drunken wreck
1: into a police station Georgia. Final answer. It was a Maine driver. Maine? They do yeah. that shit in Maine?
0: Apparently, yeah. So uh, this lady was just hammered, drunk, and just drove right into the right through the front doors of a police station. Wow. So it was the it, GPS that's fault. E- Yeah,
1: easy arrest right there. You know, second guess would have been Louisiana. Maine is actually pretty surprising. I don't know why. I just i I know people live there. But I like. I'm like. What do they do up there? It's not too cold. Ninety-five percent of the year. Pe- people, people go to Stanford. or was. It people go cool? to Clemson. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> in a question context, people go to Clemson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of an inside joke between uh, the guys that went to Eastern with us. Um, so I, I uh, some another non-UFC thing, but I think something that you and me were kind of interested in. So the UF the F1 announcer Martin Brindle. Um thought he was talking to skip Patrick. over
1: that first that second one.
0: Yeah, we're we're you know what? I'll hold I, on. I that. have
1: quite the opinion on that to
0: be honest. Did you want me. to talk about it? Okay, well let's talk about yeah. it. So <laughs> since Alex isn't here, I was gonna omit at least that and the wordle one, and then the would you rather?
1: I wouldn't know the wordle one anyway. I don't know
0: what that is. I, I we'll, we'll talk about that when Alex okay. is back. Okay. Um, so the one that Mike wants to talk about at French Soccer League. French league soccer player dropped from his team for quote farting and laughing.
1: Yeah, that's that's bullshit. I gotta be honest. Okay, I like I understand if they're trying to have a serious conversation, and like you know he's just sitting back there farting, like we well, used to do in looks. middle school. No, I know, but at the same time, like you, I don't think. I don't know, a single kid in school that was farting in the back of a class in middle school or high school that got sent to the principal's office. I don't know. I just, I i i feel like if it's, and I've heard this opinion, so it is going to be kind of redundant. If he's back there ripping silent but deadly and just like everyone smells it and maybe a guy pukes, like, okay, I get it then. That's a little, that's more, more of a scumbag move, but if you're just ripping ass. If you got a fart, you got a fart. What are you going to do about it? And if you fart, you laugh. That's kind of how it goes. I don't know. I just uh, maybe we we're just a little more easy going than the, the uh, French professional soccer league.
0: Well, apparently, though, the captains and the coaches were talking during a meeting and he wouldn't stop farting and laughing <laughs> and just not paying attention to what was happening. And Sounds like uh, a guy yeah. I know
1: in high school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were asking him to stop farting in the locker room previously too. So they just. Oh, so this <laughs> is a reoccurring issue.
1: Yeah, apparently he's a he's a frequent offender of the tushy trumpet.
0: <laughs> it's just such a weird thing.
1: <laughs> it's like refusing, refusing to stop. Maybe he didn't hear him. Maybe he's deaf. <laughs> it's the excuse I used to give, Coach. <laughs>
0: All right, so I'm going to kind of throw one at you here. Um, Mm -hmm. So did you see the video of Tua throwing to um, Tyreek Hill? Yeah.
1: I I don't know if it was a bad angle, but it looked awful.
0: (laughs) The (laughs) Miami Dolphins tweeted like a slow motion video of Tua throwing a deep ball to uh, Tyreek uncovered. It was just like a streak. It was just like like a, a go route, basically. And they just had him wind up, no pressure, no coverage on the receiver. And two probably underthrew him by like five yards.
1: I think, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because football is still a long way away. I think he still has to get used to uh, Tyreek's speed. Like, I know, I know Waddle's fast, but I don't think in gameplay there's any wide receiver faster than Tyreek Hill. I mean, maybe. DK is fast. We've seen that. They're all fast. Dude. All these guys run like sub four fours. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know how any corner stays with them. Obviously, they're just as fast, if not a little slower or a little faster. But I don't know. Maybe he's got to catch up. But that was not a good look. I wouldn't have it's posted just a bad
0: It's just a bad luck when your social media team's tweeting it out like it's a good thing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Watch our quarterback that we've literally teased being the starter for what his entire career yeah underthrowing his star wide receiver by five yards yeah just an awful optic <laughs> um <laughs> like they gotta they need a new social media team <laughs> there's okay, definitely so, like an out route or a post that looked way better
0: oh there's gotta like someone someone's got to filter that you know yeah. like <laughs>
1: they need they need like, someone at that end sifting this
0: like that Conor McGregor and the Miami Dolphins need to hire a better PR person to like take care of the social media accounts. Well, all of Ali's <laughs>
1: fighters need better PR people, but that has nothing to do no, with this one. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Come on. Well, okay, he's a great he's a great manager, but like he's obviously on his fighters, Twitter's accounts. But... oh
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um did you see the Twitter war between Tony Ferguson and DC?
1: Yeah, I think I think Tony's a little. He's 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 off the edge, man. It used to be entertaining when he was good. Now I'm just like, it's kind of sad. I and I I didn't see all of it. I saw a few tweets here and there, but I don't know. It, it, like I want to remember Tony as the guy that won what twelve fights. I, it's not fair that he never got a real title shot. I mean, he was an interim champion. That's still a champion more than I'll ever be, but. I don't know. I want to I would much rather him go out kind of on bad terms than where he's at now. Obviously, he's a guy that the game will retire him. He won't retire. Um, which is unfortunate, but that's who he is too. I mean, he's crazy crazy motherfucker. So, you know, champ shit only. Uh, but kind of hard to just end him in he's my gotta stop opinion. fighting.
0: He's got to stop fighting killers, I think. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, but the, those guys, it's so hard for those guys to admit that they needed to step down in competition. Oh, yeah,
0: that's very understandable, especially a guy who was a, like a former belt interim belt holder. Yeah, um, it makes sense. Um, so we won't do it this week, but next week I was thinking of doing like a, a Wordle. So, for those of you that don't know, and Mike, I, you're one of those people, oh, you know, Wordle is it's it was popularized by. Uh, the New York Times, and every day they put out a word and you have to guess what the word is based on where you put the letters and what letters are where. And we were going to do something similar to this, um, like other sports have it, where you just, I would give you guys eight guesses to figure out who the UFC fighter was that I had thought of. Oh, okay. So you would like say a fighter, I would tell you, He's either from that country or he's not from the country he fights South Power Orthodox his height his weight like if you're a high low if you're within the you know the weight class um, and then how old he was
1: or she the age might just give it away actually no there's I mean there's 500 fighters on the roster
0: so yeah you guys would have had eight guesses so we'll we'll, we'll do that when Alice gets back um,
1: let's do C and E too. I like both those. Okay. So,
0: even though I don't I know who th-
1: that guy is,
0: <laughs> Martin Brundle?
1: No, no, I know Rondo, uh, Paolo. Uh,
0: yeah. So, F1 announcer Martin Brundle thought he was talking to Patrick Mahomes, but really he was talking to Paolo Branchero. Uh, Paolo Branchero is the consent. He's not the consensus, but he's the early pick for number the- one top prospect in the 2023
1: NBA draft, I believe. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, um, so is was he a freshman this past year or yes. is he going to be a, okay. He's a freshman this past year. Okay. Duke. Oh my god, and, a Duke player returning? Well, I mean
0: <laughs> I don't I don't know. Um but yeah, I guess uh
1: <laughs> It's pretty Arnold funny. Plays. I mean, it, but let's be honest, like Martin, Martin, Martin Brother doesn't know who like Probably anyone is outside of soccer players and F1 drivers. Did you did you watch the
0: F1 Like tweeted? It was like, finish. It was like, a, a name the city that this team is from. And they said Red Sox. And yes, I did see that. They were all like, Chicago? LA? Did you see Miami? Yuki? <laughs> yeah,
1: Miami. <laughs> you said Boston for every single one, except the Red Sox.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Danny Rick actually... He got. He said Chicago, and they said, "No, wait, that's the White Sox, isn't yeah, it?" Yeah, yeah. So I'll give him credit rate. for that.
1: Of course, he was the All only one that was with the surprising one hundred percent. Yeah, big baseball he's, guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, um, he had, he's a handsome man. I gotta say it. <laughs> he is. His eyes are beautiful, dude.
0: <laughs> heard him. I've heard Lando Norris. Um, I've heard Carlos Signs. Carlos Sainz is a good-looking dude.
1: He is. So it's Danny into, Rick. Come on. You got to give Danny yeah. Rick some credit
0: here. Hey, hey. We're, we're getting into F1 way too much. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> However, right. it is electric. If you if you had the opportunity to wake up at 9 a.m. on a Sunday. Hey, the
1: race well, it was in America, but the race American. is at what? 2:30? Usually.
0: Usually it's at 9 in the morning.
1: Yeah, it's very, very early. Or you could record it. Sure.
0: All right. So, um. This is supposed to be, again, Alex. Alex is supposed to be here for this one, but I'll ask the question either way. It's a would you rather. So would you rather be forced to wear uh, wet socks for the rest of your life or only be allowed to wash your hair once a year?
1: Oh, fuck. I know. So I only read half of it. I saw the wet socks, and I said to myself, I'm going to go with whatever the other option is, no matter what it is but not washing your hair. I can't imagine, dude. Like, feet, in my in my eyes, like, feet are always going to be kind of gross. Like, they're, they're just always dirty. You're wearing shoes, whatever, socks. They're going to get sweaty. So it's, I don't think it'd be as bad. Not washing your hair for an entire year? It's, it just smells so bad. I'm gonna go with socks. Really?
0: Yeah. I you can cure athletes. Like oh god, like the feeling of wet socks.
1: Well, you know what you could do? Play a little devil's advocate. You could just shave your head. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, you can't wash your hair, but you just have a shaved head all, all the time.
0: I was just thinking like every morning, maybe just like run my head under the faucet for a second. Yeah, it's still going to get have like, like
1: a fake. greasy and shit. And oh yeah. God. Have
0: like a fake shower, I
1: guess.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't named for like, that,
1: but I'm not going to say it on this podcast. Then.
0: Yeah, maybe not. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could do the wet socks. Like the wet socks in shoes is the most uncomfortable feeling. It's next oh, to, yeah. for me, that's next to when your underwear has a vice grip on your balls.
1: Yeah, I don't get that anymore. Cause I only it's cause wear, you're skinny now. I, no, I only wear compression shorts. I haven't worn boxers or boxer briefs in like five years. Like I don't. I only wear like athletic, like Nike compression shorts. It's it's a game changer. Trust me.
0: No, I know. I've worn compression shorts, and they still do it to me. Really? They get up my. They get up my my crevasse. Okay. In the
1: crevice. <laughs> Probably too
0: much information.
1: Um, it's okay. It's our podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna go. With, I think I'm gonna go with the hair. I, but that's so disgusting. I don't know. It's so gross. Uh, what,
1: wet socks are brutal. I mean, every time like every time I played golf this year, I've had wet socks. Just because it's rained some, a lot and stuff.
0: You got to buy some waterproof shoes, dude.
1: Well I think the ones I bought I I don't okay so I don't think I had wet socks on Saturday when we played but I had the new shoes out there so I think that's going to be big going forward cuz the Nike Roches you you step in like a tiny little like down in the fairway and your sock is soaked for the rest of the round oh yeah
0: so worst feeling in the world um I do want to mention though that I had the round of a lifetime on Saturday in a in a really oh bad God. way
1: Okay, so I yeah, you, you did it. <laughs> Whoa, what hole is it? Thirteen? Uh like, like, Mike you can beat about your own. <laughs>
0: Fourteen. Fourteen, I was done. <laughs> like, after that after that I think I drank uh five modellos. Modello time.
1: You know what? I don't I don't play me. It was pretty bad. But it's golf, man. I don't know. Oh, so I I did. Speaking of that subject. So hot or mm, sorry. The other two that played with us, they paid me, right? I wasn't going to take it until I realized that I basically beat them by myself. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm taking this money. (laughs) Like if you you and I play both played the whole 18 and we won, I probably like I'm not big on that. You know, it's whatever I'm just out there to have a fun time and hang out with the guys. But the fact that I've won by myself, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry, but this time I'm actually going to take it. All right. So, or if um, it's Matt Stobart, cause I love taking money from Matt Stobart.
0: I tried refusing money from him one time and he yelled at me. <laughs> so sounds I, about I right. Do that again. Yeah. That's very much him. Um, Okay, let's get into the um, 274 review here. Um, me and Alex made 11 picks on the last podcast. You made a lot these, picks. It wasn't so much we made picks. It was more of like we did recommendations for it. Because um, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I didn't do much research. Um, I was way behind on the week. Uh, I think we, we, we recorded on a Friday and released it on Saturday morning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it was just... It was a very quick show. I think it was 50 minutes total.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I got done with what I was doing. I was like, oh, shoot, like maybe they're still going. Maybe I can jump on.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we were done by then. Um, So the UFC did sell 400,000 units of this pay-per-view, which I thought was surprising, considering what was happening that Saturday. Um, yeah. It was the uh, Bivol Alvarez. Boxing match, mm-hmm. which you would figure would dominate the pay per view landscape, and I'm, I'm sure it did. I didn't look at how many it sold, uh, but boxing's always been way more, you know, popular uh, amongst you know the general crowd. So, yeah, very surprising that they set the 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 year high um, on this previous card. Um,
1: well, here's my—I was talking to my brother about that last week. So, when you buy a pot a boxing pay per view, I feel like you. And I could be wrong, and I'm not a I'm not a big boxing guy. I know some some, if not most of the major names, but I I was like, would you buy a boxing pay per view for one fight? You buy a UFC pay per view for the entire event, like because they're gonna put on five, or they're going to try to put on five incredible fights opposed to. Canalo versus B which was a great fight. And I enjoyed, I really enjoyed watching it. it. Distracted me from the UFC fights a little bit. But like at the same time, I'm like, wait, what? I don't want to buy one fight, but I'm not a, a huge boxing fan. So I don't understand either. But yeah, that's just yeah, maybe,
0: maybe it's just like our ignorance to it. You know, like maybe the fights that are on the main card that are like co mains and, you know, a little bit beneath mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. Maybe they are just like, what we presume to be really good fights in the mm-hmm. UFC main card, we just yeah. don't really know the names. Yeah, you know, we, like we don't said, know
1: boxing, is, is yeah. basically what you could
0: say. Like, we know the top
1: like five guys in the world, yeah, or like I could obviously- probably name you maybe 20, and they're all world yeah. champions, even though there's 100 world champions, which is another story. But you know, it's we're not as into boxing, so it's it probably you're probably right, there is a lot of you know, fighters that probably have big names and those fans know who they are, but like we don't, which you could say the same for UFC if you're not a big UFC fan. But we're here to change that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the 274 card was held in Phoenix, Arizona um, this past Saturday. Um, There were three finishes total, two knockouts, one submission. Um, The rest were decisions. So... Me and Alex kind of started off with the Carnalosi versus Godinez. Um I believe we took Carnalosi that was a loss. Um
1: Bet Godinez won. Lupe?
0: Yeah. I, I, Alex might have but Loopy I I think I faded him and I lost that one. Um <laughs> Sounds about Tracy, right. Yeah. Tracy Cortez defeated Brook or uh 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 Gatto. I can't remember her first name, I didn't write it mm-hmm. down, but um I took Gatto and that that was a loss.
1: Oh, I took um, Cortez by decision.
0: Good call. There's a win for you there. Uh, Fialo knocks out Van Camp. That was a win. We took Fialo by knockout. I, I
1: had a feeling that was coming.
0: Royval submits uh, Schnell. Um, well that said. was a win as well. Took Royval by um, finish. Uh, Macy Chason wins a split decision over Dumont. That was a win. We took Chason by decision. I believe Alex might have taken Dumont um, by decision. Uh, Francisco Trinaldo defeated Roberts um, in a split decision. That was a win for us as well. Took Trinaldo by decision. Um, The surprise for us was the Randy Brown defeating Mm -hmm. Chaos Williams in the undercard at least. Um,
1: I Chaos by knockout.
0: Yeah, I think everyone had Chaos by (laughs) knockout. Uh, Randy Brown (laughs) It's in the name. (laughs) Yeah, Randy Brown looked good. And uh, Did you listen to his interview on uh, Believe You Me?
1: I did not know
0: it was it was good. He told a story about, you know, growing up poor in Jamaica and, um, you know, when he came to the States, learning how um, learning what jujitsu was from a Henzo Gracie gym mm-hmm. and said when he got his tax return one day in college, he took all of his money, brought it to the gym and said, whatever this gets me, I'll I'll pay for it. And uh, eventually they told him, you know, you you don't like he didn't have the money for it um but he said he'll clean you know he would clean the mats at five in the morning go to class and then come after class train go to work and then do it again he said he did it for about two years Jeez. so it's kind of a cool story so uh, he he he's got a fan in me now after after that it was it was really cool so if you guys get a chance to check check that out i would definitely recommend it um randy brown so in the main of in the main card um, so OSP. Did we only have we took, four? There were five. Um, I didn't take the first fight. I didn't It was supposed
1: it. to be Cowboy, wasn't it?
0: Right. Um, yeah. I can't remember who got moved into it, but we didn't end up betting on it. So, um, I don't remember. Uh, hmm. so OSP defeated uh, Shogun Hua by decision. That was a loss. I took OSP by knockout. Um, Chandler knocks out Tony. Uh, that was a win
1: for us. All of us, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: I think everyone in every the party single, took, yeah. took us on
1: that one. <laughs> yeah, and I literally like, placed it in the Uber on the way to to the party.
0: <laughs> that was one of those ones where it was like, yeah, like we won, and that was a sick knockout. But like, also, I am cheering for someone being kicked in the face unconscious.
1: Dude, that was brutal. It was that like was a very so like nasty.
0: It was a very like surreal thing to think about. It's like I'm cheering for someone who might have just gotten his head just kicked to the moon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> betting on UFC is kind of like like
0: it's bar it's semi barbaric. It, it,
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're almost rooting for these guys to like take brain damage, and it, it's it sounds a little weird <laughs> when you think about it. But at the end of the day, like it's fun. <laughs> yeah i mean it's far it, better we can say it. we don't have to say it's kind of
0: <laughs> did you hear what chandler did you hear what chandler said after the fight about the kick no nah. he said he never practices um
1: it didn't look like it
0: he said he never practices like kicks up the middle to the head yeah it well, just like, kind of you look at Cheeto do
1: it. it and like anderson Silva when he was still doing in mma in the ufc like it looks so natural, but when Chandler did it, it almost looked like he was going for a high kick and bailed out halfway through, which ended up being, if it was, a very good setup.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he he landed that so flush and it was mm. like the watching the, the replay on TV and then watching like people recording on their phones at the arena, when you watch it like on the recordings at the arena, it is insane. Yeah. It gives it like so much, like a higher level of, like personality. I guess yeah. it feels more personable.
1: It's just, it's crazy to watch. And then proceed uh, to do four backflips. Yeah, that was not what an athlete. Oh. Holy fuck!
0: <laughs> yeah, and then he proceeded to call out just about everyone in the division except for Dustin Poirier. Um, uh, which I understand. Yeah. Um, well, I, I
1: I do, but I don't.
0: I think, well, his reasoning was that when he first got to the UFC, Poirier didn't want to acknowledge him. Nobody so did, said,
1: though. Huh? Nobody did, though. I mean, he just I fought guess. Tony Ferguson, who Tony was like, I won't fight him. He's not a veteran, which made no sense. <laughs> I don't know. You I, have I to know. go he, through Dustin Poirier to get a title fight, basically. Unless you're Benin absolutely. or Islam, who will probably absolutely. have to fight each other. But, yeah uh, I would agree with that, you get into that. Um,
0: so I guess that does lead into you know what do you think is next for Michael Chandler do you think he deserves to fight um, do you think he deserves to fight for the vacant belt again I say no, no. Um, I would probably want to see one more out of him Yeah, I would say he gets the
1: loser of Dariush uh, Makachev yeah I'd like that I don't um, know dude I really like Chandler I, I really do but I feel like Unless he gets a knockout, he doesn't win. Which we, he does more than not. So I'm not. I'm not trying to knock the guy, but and I don't think I'll, I'll be honest. I don't think Tony would have beat him in a decision either. But maybe like thinking Dan Hooker, boom, knockout. Okay, uh, who did he fight after that? Was that Charles?
0: Charles and then maybe it's just his to, opponents. I mean, like he's Ganky, only fought.
1: He's fought yeah, four, he's only fought. four times in sixteen months. I saw yeah, that today. Navel.
0: They've all been top, top five at the five time, guys at the time, at least. Well,
1: besides, Tom. and
0: yeah, yeah, but you know, guys, a former interim
1: title holder, dude. That's um, so nasty, dude. That's so crazy. He just to take a break, take a couple months off, man. you, you do, know, you've earned I, it.
0: <laughs> and I, I was thinking about that. Um, I was also thinking, why even make? I was thinking, why make the Darius Islam fight? I think Islam's just ready. I think we just throw him into the fire mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, I could um, see that. And then just make Darius fight uh, Chandler. Um, but we also keep forgetting that Poirier is still around. You know, he's he needs an opponent as well. So yeah, I think it's just getting very.
1: Though. It's well, the lightweight the top. Sorry, sorry for a meeting like as far as played with a title fight. Like he just fought for the title.
0: Yeah, yeah, but he's been out for a minute now. Yeah, um, I
1: like – you know what I like? Charles versus Islam for the vacant belt. Um, Benil Chandler – no, sorry, sorry. Poye Chan- Chandler. Ah, geez. Yes, yes, yes. Islam, Charles for the belt. Poye Chandler, winner gets the title shot. Loser faces Benil when he's back from injury. Give him a little more time to sit on it, get healthy, so that way he's still only one fight away from the title shot, basically, right yeah. where he left off.
0: Yeah, I could live with that. I can yeah. very
1: much live with that. Um, UFC hire me, come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into the uh, let's get into this this incredible fight between Rose Yunus <laughs> and Carlos Barza. Yeah, uh, it's the fight that everyone's been talking about. You know, it was just an absolute war
1: of staring. I I think Sean O'Malley had the best response to it. Did you see it? No. He was doing an interview the other day, and they're like, what'd you think of the Rose-Carla fight? And he doesn't say anything for like 10 seconds. And he's like, did you hear me? Did the connection break up? He goes, no, no. That's just what I think of it. Just doesn't say anything. Just looks at the camera like mad or sad or disappointed or whatever what the look was. Like, all right. That was a good one. I like that.
0: I don't want to talk about this too much. I do want to say, though, that I have no idea what Rose was doing. She had a clear athletic advantage in striking. Um, she was able to defend takedowns just fine. So I have zero understanding as to why she didn't put more pressure on Carla.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I, I did think Carla won that fight because the the only reason I say that is because everything else was so close you know, she was able to score like partial takedowns, even though Rose popped right back up.
1: Yeah. Like she the, was at least a pressure attempting, factor. Huh? A pressure factor. Right.
0: She was at least attempting to move the fights a little bit. Yeah. But I think the main thing, like, you know, the tiebreaker among tiebreakers, when you really need to get down to was octagon control.
1: Yeah.
0: The entire time Carla was standing in the middle of the octagon. And that's the only thing I could think of that would give her that fight. Basically. Mm
1: hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe Rose was kind of like, I don't want to say scared because that that's not a good statement to say. Maybe because she's already lost to Carla before. Before psyched out. Yeah, maybe psyched out a little bit. Like I don't know. I don't want to say that. Like she's a world champ regardless. Like I, I would find it very hard to believe that she didn't have the uh, right headspace going into that fight. But I don't know. I don't know. So they got Whaley and Joanna next, right?
0: Yes. And I believe that I think both of them
1: beat Carla handily. No, no disrespect. She's the champ and congrats to her. two times, two time, two time and very impressive. Awesome for her. But I, I don't like if Whaley wins again, I don't see Whaley not becoming the champ. If Joanna ends up getting revenge, I don't, well, we don't, Joanna hasn't fought like what? Three years. She has a Was not her last fight, the Wei Wei Li Wei Li. fight. Li. Yeah. Yeah. In 2019. 19. beginning of 2019. 2020. 20, 20, 20. Beginning of 2020. Beginning of 2020. Yeah.
0: Was that yep. it? Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, it's been a while.
1: Um mm-hmm. so let's, let's move.
0: Yeah, let's move on from that. I don't I didn't yeah. want to spend too much time on it. <laughs> um, while that was happening, Dimitri Bival and his boxing, <laughs> uh, he did defeat Canelo Alvarez, and that pretty much got me through that entire title fight. Yeah. Like, I mean, through the Nami Unis Esparza fight, basically. But not like that it was that crazy entertaining. Like, it was like, eh, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, I thought, I thought deval did a good job.
0: I don't know. Yeah. He pressured very well, and yeah. Canelo had no answer. He yeah. had no answer. I don't, for the, I don't know
1: a lot about boxing, but I could tell you who won that fight. And it wasn't 115, 113. <laughs> no. And, I don't think I watched Canelo win a single round. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't win rounds. But I'm saying, like, out of the, all the rounds that I saw, I don't think I saw him win. You know, switching back and forth and whatnot. I'm like, okay, well, he's down like 5-0. nothing. When is he gonna every start I, going to yeah, time? Every time I would look, Canelo's getting just pieced up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Dude,
0: the guy who was hosting is a big Alvarez guy. So thank you to our buddy for having us that night.
1: Um, yeah, sorry. That, that was, that's a rough one. <laughs> yeah. Cinco de Mayo weekend. Canelo fight and it just doesn't go your way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He made food for everyone. You know, he he hosted a a huge party for all these people. Mm -hmm. Um, So big, big thank you to him for having us. That was was, uh, really nice of him. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you. So we'll get let's get into the 274 main event real quick here. Um, So Oliveira submits uh, Justin Gaethje by rear naked choke. Um, I do want to say who's the uh, who's the quitter now?
1: Yeah. No, uh, I, I saw a tweet today. Uh, nobody can ever give McGregor shit for tapping. All your favorite fighters tapped. Gaethje, like, Chandler, Poirier. I don't understand the stigma on tapping. No, I don't either. Like, it's like you. are like, where What do
0: you have to gain by passing out or having your arm snap in half? <laughs> like you, you lost. Nothing. Like it's Nothing. it. You're not getting. You're not getting out of yeah.
1: it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, and then when you do that. Especially a limb, especially if you're too proud to tap to a limb submission, mm-hmm. that breaks, you're out now. You're you're indefinitely out. Yeah. For however long it takes I, for you I to get come back. I get giving it, it a
1: go, like giving it a shot, but as soon as right. that shot's over and you're like, oh shit, I don't understand not tapping. You
0: I know. guess that's why we're I, not. do it's just a match.
1: I feel like it's <laughs> different, but in fighting, I uh, I would be like, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> But I guess that's why we're not here. UFC fighters. Yeah, we're yeah, we're not uh, fighters, so like we don't understand. They have a was, tremendous amount of pride, but I yeah. don't see anything wrong with it.
0: So, dude, it was I thought it was crazy, like the quick turnaround and pace mm-hmm. that we saw from the previous fight. Did this one was like it came out of the gate and they were flying. Yeah. They there were probably in that one round, there were probably as many punches thrown in that entire Esparza and Amiunis fight.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were
0: chucking bombs at each other. I think Gaichi scored two knockdowns, and Oliveira scored one. Was the second
1: knockdown a slip or a knockdown?
0: It looked like a knockdown to me, but I I don't know if it was officially counted one way or another. No, it doesn't um, matter. <laughs> yeah, I guess we made it to really the matter. point where that matters. But yeah, I mean Oliveira again continues his trend of starting out fights slowly and getting just absolutely dominated on the feet, and then just find some. Pull some shit out of his ass and then he's ends so up winning man. the fight. He's so right. good. He is. And then he is so, like, he, I mean, we shit on him earlier this week, but we got to give him credit too. <laughs> like, we're, if we're going to shit on him, we got to give him credit because, like, that man
1: is dangerous. He's, he's so good. He's so good. He's so fucking good, dude. It's ridiculous. So, I like, I, I was thinking about it, uh, or not thinking about it, but like, noticing on Saturday when all the boys, and everyone was over at, at the party. We're sitting there watching, and like, all right, Canelo lost. You see, you hear like the energy dip a little bit, and then all of a sudden, the Gaethje fight, Gaethje oliveira fight starts, and you <laughs> you start hearing because all the boys bet Gaethje knockout, right? Something like that.
0: Yeah, I think we all rode Gaeth. I I I just said Gaethje money line. I just yeah,
1: we took the wire on it. Um, so <laughs> we get a high energy, two knockdowns. Everyone's fucking juiced. And then the immediate depression the second Justin Gaethje gets dropped and his bag taken and everyone's like jaw drops, uh, God, you know who I'm talking about? It's like fuck. It's like little man gets mad. Love the guy, but it's hilarious because uh, we all. I mean, obviously we all lost money.
0: We could say fucking. who it is on that because that's Jason. He's a friend. Yeah, of Yeah, he's pop. done an
1: interview with us. Yeah, so yeah, there's no point in hiding <laughs> that. I thought it was like so funny looking back on it. Just all of us just go chop our heads, like oh fuck. That's like we thought we had it in the bag. It was right there.
0: Yeah. Um, you know what was crazy is like just watching Charles just be able to fight back in all of these fights.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like it's so impressive.
0: And I we were I was watching the replay of it. I can't remember if he got a body lock or if he got hooks in, but like I've tried doing that on people who are not fighting me and they're giving me their back, like just in like regular jujitsu practice or like classes and stuff. Like, all right, like put this hook in, then put this hook in or secure a body lock. And even when the person isn't fighting you, it is so
1: hard to do. Yeah. Dexterity and flexibility, just of years and years of doing that shit. His body type is also, I feel like very unique for his weight class. Like, I don't think anyone else is really, He's got his legs are so goddamn long. So is so is his arms. Yeah. Just being able to he could sneak anything in. Just shoot. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Bad I weekend for just, Trevor Whitman. Yes. <laughs> Still um, like very, one of the best coaches in the world. But geez.
0: yeah, there there goes the uh the Trevor Whitman uh, parlay that we always try and do. Mm-hmm. Um, So maybe next one. But yeah, super impressive win for Oliveira. Um, he will definitely get a chance to, re- you know, to go get his belt back. Which um, I'm, I'm glad is, now.
1: I, I want to because I wasn't here for the whole weight thing. I think the scale thing might be true.
0: <laughs> well, from what I was hearing, it might it was, be true, like, man. These, <laughs> like, I'm hearing like these, like these people like mess, like people mess with the scales. Like yeah. teams will walk in there on Did the you digital. See Tony scales. jumping on it. <laughs> yeah, he was jumping on it, but like. <laughs> I mean, like the digital one backstage. Yeah, is where yeah. like people mess with it and like they'll turn because like people from different parts of the world use kilos. Yeah, so they'll like adjust the scales, settings and stuff like that, and like and I, I heard an interesting theory was like that the official probably could have given him that half pound because the scales and uh, you know it's a manual balance scale, so you have yeah. to move that that weight that counterweight um, until. Oh, just burped. Excuse me. And uh, you know, until it's bounced but like he probably could have tipped it another half pound, and, and it would yeah. be fine. Um, yeah. I don't know. So I, a very interesting thought
1: there. I, I, I I'll be honest now, because you brought up, you brought up him coming back from all these like bad starts. I find it, and you know how much I hate when people miss weight, having done it many times. I find it very hard to believe somebody that gets in situations that he gets into in these fights and comes back and wins handedly that he missed weight. I find it very hard to believe. Like he obviously has the heart of a lion. He's got an iron will he and an iron chin. Holy fuck you get knocked down but he's not knocked out. Ben, don't break. Like I find it very I don't know man. I I love the guy. Like, I can't fucking sit here and shit on him. Like, he's so entertaining, he's so fun, even though I lose money every time he fights. Like, yeah, he's on the no-bet list now. I think. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> unless it's the main car parlay, <laughs> which I didn't do this week, thank god, because I would have lost on like the first fight. Yeah. I think Alex has lost on the first fight. So yeah. Um,
0: okay, so let's move into the 54 prelims. Um, this uh, you know, the, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not too familiar with a good amount of these people. I think the two uh female fights earlier, or later in the prelims I'm excited for. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'm a little far away from Mike.
0: Obviously the main event um probably could be, you could probably find that in like the second or third fight in a main card of mm-hmm. uh, a pay-per-view. So I'm excited for that as well. Uh, the um, power. So yeah, let's get into the uh, the prelims here. So, first fight I wanted to talk about is the first fight on the card. There were only four fights on the prelims now. Um, it's a very short card. I think there's 10 fights total. Yeah, um, six on the main. So, we, I, I wanted to go through all four of the prelims. Um, okay. So, I have
1: three of the four. So, you're good there.
0: So, the first one, Andre Petrosky and Nick Maximov. We've seen Nick Maximov before. We've actually bet against him.
1: Um, Who did he fight I, last time? Sean Soriano. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He fucking ruined my main card parlay on that one.
0: Oh, I ruined it. You know, you can make your own picks. You're a big boy. You have a brain.
1: What? Wait, did I ruin it or did he ruin it? No, no, no. Maximov ruined it. Oh. <laughs> no, because he, he I bet Soriano. He's the only one that I lost on that main card parlay. Yeah, he and was, that know was a big one.
0: And I think it's going to be very similar. You know, I have I have, um, mm-hmm. have Petrovsky kind of slated as a very similar fighter to Soriano. Um, you know, a striker who's going to gas out pretty quickly. And Nick Maximov last time grinded his way to a victory with his extremely impressive wrestling. Um, and he gave, yeah, he, he, gave Soriano, Soriano. he gave Soriano zero space that entire fight and just suffocated him. Um so I expect him again to bring into deep waters, and I have Jake Shields by decision. I mean Nick Maximov. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gotta love Jake Shields too, though. Shout out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maximov is have a, the same uh, reasoning. Maximov is
0: a uh, he's a Diaz yeah. brother. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Prodigy, I guess. So, um, so yeah, uh, I, I so Nick Maximov by decision is at plus one twenty. Um, so on to the next fight, Tatsuya. Tetsuro Tiara and Carlos Candelario. Um, this was a reschedule from two weeks ago. Um, I can't remember one of them was hurt or got sick, um, mm-hmm. and they had to pull out. And my analysis won't change. Um, I don't think we presented the analysis because it happened before we recorded. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, I had
1: the same bet when we were going to do it the first time.
0: So yeah, so I'm just basically going to re, you know, just run back what I was going to say on that one. So. Um, both these guys, you know, are, you know, prefer grappling. Candelar is a bit more balanced, um, but I, he definitely lacks the athleticism that Tiara has. Um, and I think this fight, this fight will eventually at some point get to the ground where I'm going to take the far more athletic and far better um, submission artist. And that's going to be Tiara's. And I'm going to go by submission of plus 200. Good odds. Uh, and this will be this will be Tara's first. It'll be his UFC debut. So is, very is interesting. it Carlos's
1: too? I think it might. I don't be.
0: believe so. I think he's fought. He's fought once in the UFC. I believe he was a. Uh, and then I think he has like he had two fights in the Contender Series, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'll find it. So he 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 is somewhat familiar with at least the game in North America and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah he
1: said two fights on a contender series
0: okay yeah. um so let's get into the next one uh vinara jenderoba and angela hill um i was seeing a bunch of like consensus picks basically going to gendernderoba right. and i wanted to go against that i'm gonna go yeah. with hill money line at plus 150 i like it basically as like a like taking a flyer on an underdog kind of a thing yeah. Um, you know, I I, I know Jandaroba struggled against Athletic strikers uh Amanda Hebus last time, um, where she gassed out and she was not really able to impose her game plan, which is very grapple heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, my question really is gonna be on Angela Hill's takedown defense and her ability yeah. to, you know, Keep stick with her team. game plan. You know, her game plan is very I don't wanna say she is like this guy, but her game plan seems to fit the mold of like a Max Holloway type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Where it's not going to be so much as like a right hand coming over the top is just going to put you on your ass and you're going to be out for 10 minutes. It's going to be very technical, very quick, um, high pace, high volume, high pressure, um, just constantly in your face striking, which typically will negate a good wrestler. Mm. Yeah. If she can Um, get in
1: and out and avoid that, obviously
0: yeah and she's really at her best when she's technical um, and is really able to keep the pressure on and be at a high volume and um you know janderoba does tend to fade a little bit so mm-hmm. you know i, I think since janderoba has such a a very has a very defined athletic ceiling um i'm willing to kind of take angela Hill's money line
1: yeah I'm, i have her money line as well all
0: right so i want to hand this one over to you. Um, just because she is one of your favorite fighters. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. This is Vivian Arujo and Andrea Lee. Um, They're going to be fighting in the 125 division. Uh, Mike, let's hear it, man.
1: I got Lee money line, And you know why. There's no analysis on this one. Come on. <laughs> no. That's <laughs> my life. Uh, <laughs> one, of, one of my money, apparently. Um, No, I just Honestly, I think she's better at Avoiding the strikes, higher strike rate She has a very good Ground game, people underestimate that As well Um, And her money line to me is good enough To maybe squeeze It in by itself I don't hate minus 120 Um, Uh,
0: DraftKings Had it at minus 115 earlier Today.
1: Okay, I was looking at that Whatever it was on, on DraftKings it must be changing apparently, but I don't think. See, sorry, I don't think she's gonna go get like it's either gonna be a decision or possibly, I don't know. I don't think she's gonna get submitter. I don't know. I like your pick, but I'm still gonna go with money line. I think uh Arugio I did just submission Good take. Th- good. Yeah, sorry. Good takedown defense. So right. I
0: was gonna. I'm, I'm taking Andrew Lee by decision at plus one forty. Um, I think she looked super impressive against Cynthia Cavio in her last outing, mm-hmm. um, where she absolutely pummeled her.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Cynthia Cavio is a she's a very good fighter. Um, mm-hmm. if you look at her previous fight, she has fought a lot of killers and beaten a lot of them as well. Um, and just like Angela Lee, you know, ha- relies on a high pace, high volume, um, in your face striking type of style. Um, and again, you know, Arujo has a very find athletic ceiling when she very clearly lost to just guy um, and her insistence on not improving her cardio is very telling as to why she won't ever really be a contender until
1: she decides to fix that. Yeah, it's uh, a very fixable issue.
0: She Yeah, she just gases out so quickly that if she doesn't find success early in this fight with her ground game or even with her striking, you know, I I, I do want to say Aruho is tool-wise, she has the she has the tools to be in the top five of this division. Yeah. She is a very good striker. She's very good at takedown. She's very good um, grappling, top game, things like that. Like she's so good at it, but she just can't never get her cardio. Beat top
1: five if you can't keep a pace. Ever. Absolutely.
0: So um and, you know, and and Andrea Lee at one point was considered a you know, a top prospect in this division. And, and then she lost three in a row, two of them by split decisions and now got back on the winning path. um So I'm thinking maybe that was just a quick speed bump in the road for her. And she will continue climbing the ladder after this fight. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think this would be a good one.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be nice, but we need, I need some wins this weekend.
0: <laughs> I don't need entertainment. I just need money. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, well, because uh, I get I need money for our um, our little trip because the Nino you know is going to kill me, but we'll worry about that later.
0: Well, yeah, with that attitude, it is you go in there being like this. Red
1: eighteen every single time. How's that worked out for you? Not good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I want to let's get into the main card here. I only had three fights on it. Um whether did you want to talk about more of them or uh
1: Hebus Money Line? Well, do so you
0: tell me why, man? Because
1: you it like is. her? Nah. <laughs> don't, I lie don't lie to me, Michael. Nah, she's she's very attractive.
0: <laughs> You're turning bright red right
1: now. Stop it.
0: You're blushing. Mike's got <laughs> Mike, <Mike's> in love.
1: <laughs> What's <was> the <laughs> the main meanest- is? A picture of he was like, this will never be your girlfriend. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you sent that to me, like, maybe a year ago. I was like, yeah, man, I obviously fucking know that. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, let me give you my reasoning here. I think Kagan is a far better striker. Maybe not far better, but I think she's a better striker. She always has very good in and out um, striking, more almost like karate-esque, right? You would say so? Kind of like Steven Wonderboy? You know,
0: for all the Chigagan fights I've watched, I don't have that good of a knowledge of her for some reason. Okay.
1: So that's that's how I kind of see her. But obviously, she's unique as well. She throws a lot of fun kicks and stuff. She's very good on her feet. But every time I've watched her struggle, it's been on the ground. So I think if hibas takes us to the ground and uses her it's going to be game over. Um, but Forgive the problem me. is she has to get inside and get those takedowns. Isn't isn't he was more of a striker though? Yeah, but she's still very, very good in jujitsu. I mean, Are I'm not saying gonna... that because she's Brazilian. No, dude. Jesus that's Christ. That's that's <laughs> very bad stereotype. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. stop it. Come on, man. You can't throw me under the bus you Keep like turning
0: this. me bright red and...
1: <laughs> no, because you're trying to embarrass me, man. Come on. Man. <laughs> Wait till she
0: hears about this, dude. Yeah, sure. Okay. Whatever. Choke you out? She could. And you'd be you'd totally be okay with
1: that, right? I don't know about that. I don't want to get choked out. This doesn't sound fun.
0: I mean, if there's one person that's gonna choke you out, though, it's not you know, it's not the worst
1: option. No, no, no. (laughs) I think I'd rather it be Valentina, but.
0: This is what Mike thinks about in the free time no it's not at all lies you talked about
1: you've talked to me about this before, yeah, but we're like watching UFC fights and stuff
0: every time we're, every time Valentina comes like on t v oh man I hope I wish she could kick me in the head
1: Jesus, <laughs> sorry that I find powerful women attractive okay jeez,
0: no you're gonna apologize no you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So, is there anything no, else you want to give us? Moneyline takedown. Okay. Honestly, go submission. No, just just, just my line. She's the other dog. No need to. All
0: right. I like it. Um, we'll we'll get to the uh, the rock hard main card after we get mm-hmm. through this. So, um, I wanted to talk. The first fight I wanted to go through is the Grant Smolka. Was there anything on before that you wanted to talk about?
1: No, dude. That's the fight right before it.
0: Oh, okay, I don't have the full list in front of me. I just kind of write down the ones mm. that I want to talk about. Um So you can tell that we are still podcasting, still working very synced process.
1: up. Yeah, very, yeah, very. very it's on part of the, the same
0: page. Hey, that's say. how you know. You know, we don't make cuts here. You know, yeah, it's true. We don't make cuts. You know, we just we just yeah, say whatever. I would on ask on to lead to cut the last
1: five minutes, but yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, sometimes yeah, I gotta like bleep people's names out.
1: And, well, like, yeah, that's understandable. You know.
0: When Alex says something really stupid or like tells a story that's like 10 minutes long and isn't that fun. I'm gonna I was just going to say it's minutes long. <laughs> He's done that before. And I'm like, dude, come on, wrap it up. It's like, Alex, dude, if like, you're listening to this, fuck like, I you, really man. want to go to
1: bed, man. Cut up the stories. All right. All right yeah. I love it's... you, but fuck <laughs> All
0: right. So, um, first Friday had on here was Davy Grant and Lewis Smolka. I'm going to take Grant's knockout at plus 100. Um, Smolka likes to use a high volume high pressure type of fight and we saw Davy Grant two fights ago I believe kind of hang with Marlon Vera. Yeah, that
1: was, a, Marlon, that was a really good fight.
0: Marlon Vera is I think that was his
1: last one, wasn't it? One Maybe one or I two
0: ago. Go. Either yeah, way, anyway, keep um, going. you know, if he's able to hang with Marlon Vera, I see no pro- I see him not having any problems with Louis Smolka. I mean, not mm. Not to take anything away from Smolka, you know, I think he's a very good fighter. And, um, you know, his record does prove that he has fought and beaten some pretty he good names.
1: Enough.
0: Yeah. But if you're going toe to toe with Marlon Vera, I mean, granted, he lost, but he didn't look out of his league. He looked like he belonged in that fight. Yeah. Um The only you know, way you'd
1: think he wouldn't is or he was out of his league is because all the elbows yeah <laughs> anyone that uh, fights Cheeto looks like they got in a car wreck that's <laughs> why you gotta love Cheeto. Yeah. uh
0: one of the many reasons we love Cheeto on oh, this yes. podcast but uh-huh. um but yeah i think since he was able to do that you know he possesses he possesses more power than smolka who is like i said a high higher volume but less powerful um and he's a wrestler by trade mm-hmm uh-huh. So even if Smolka wants to take this to the ground, you know I see David Grant having a bigger advantage there. He's he does appear to be the stronger guy um, in the octagon compared to Smolka. So I really favor David Grant's um, ability to you know his power. He's got he's got some pretty good power in his hands, and I think it's going to come into play here.
1: Um, I'd I'd like like to see him mix in a few takedowns. So kind of go back to the basics. Yeah, maybe just give a different look. Yeah, give it a different look.
0: Or even win with like a ground and pound knockout kind of a thing. So
1: yeah, as long as he gets a knockout, right?
0: Yeah, that's all I care. <laughs> um, all right. So next fight I want to talk about was uh, Kutalaba and Ryan Span. Was there anything else you wanted to kind of dig into?
1: I'm on this one. with
0: you as well. All I'm right, not so betting the
1: same thing, but I'm with.
0: You. I'm gonna go with Kutsalaba by knockout minus one thirty five.
1: Uh, what were you thinking? I was going Span money line just because I don't like Kutsalaba. So.
0: I mean, I don't really like either of them, so.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big span guy either, but <laughs> I'm I'm basically banking on a first round knockout. So maybe yeah, I should like just what's by your... knockout?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, what's the? Uh, what give me like the give me, give me the background here? What's give me the scouting report? Jesus, Christ. just let feel, me fucking say my bets. Feel, come on, Mike. That's not the vibe.
1: The vibe is I go to bed before midnight tonight. No, I'm kidding. Um, I have
0: to edit. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: I'll probably still be up with you. Um, no nah, man, uh, first round knockout. Bet it every time. Oh, we're getting aggressive with the betting. Wait, wait till you see the main card parlay. You thought oh, the other man. weeks was crazy.
0: All right, I love it. Um, so I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going Kuzlaba by knockout. Um, I don't really like either do these guys, but um, I have more faith in Ryan Spann gassing and gassing himself out mm-hmm. and running out of. <laughs> That's the first
1: job.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he after like the first, I would say three minutes, he's exhausted and he runs out of ideas to use, and just becomes kind of a, for lack of a better word, like kind of a dum (laughs) dum. He just Mm. he he just runs out of striking ideas, and once that goes away, it is Kutalaba's fight to lose, Um, and Kutalaba has he's got some heavy hands. He's got some real power. And we've seen Span have some durability issues, durability issues. Um, I think the main the the main thing I could point to was his absolute dismantling by Anthony Smith. I'm not saying I'm not even saying I'm not saying Kutzalaba's Anthony Smith, but you know, the durability issues did show there. And then also he barely escaped with a win over Sam Alvey. Sam Alvey.
1: Win to win, baby.
0: I know. And we're doing MMA math right now, but, you know, that's what I got. So didn't Um, didn't
1: span also catch Smith in the very beginning?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So that's what we're relying on Lee.
0: (laughs) And then he got absolutely mauled to
1: death. He got submitted. He doesn't know jujitsu. He got mauled. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Like bear in woods. <laughs> I'm more like bear. Smash, smash your boy. Ooh, like, wait, do, I, Kutlava, do I put on the accent for the next one?
0: <laughs> like, Jan Kutelaba going to take your boy and he's going to smash. He's going yes. to
1: steal your candy.
0: He's going to smash your boy. That's why Kutelaba knockout, yes?
1: <laughs> Polish power, yes?
0: <laughs> right, so Polish power, uh, Jan Blachowicz. <laughs> Is going to fight Alexander Alexander Rakic, um, in the main event. It's
1: a Polish power, yes. That's what I have written in my notes. Polish power, yes. (laughs)
0: Um, I wasn't sure who to take in this, just because the lat their last two fights, both of them, were just non-existent.
1: Yeah, I mean, Jan's last fight was the title one, right, against Glover. Yeah,
0: against Glover, and then. Rackage's last fight was one of the most boring fights I've ever seen.
1: The Tiago Santos fight, right?
0: Yes. I yeah. I think it was on my phone by the end of round one. Didn't even bother to look up. Yeah. It was a very slow paced kickboxing match. And honestly, I am very not very certain, but I'm certain it's gonna kind of go down the same way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I hate to say it. Um, but both these guys have shown in the past that they are very content with being counter strikers. Yeah. And we know what that looks like. Israel um, Yoel think, fight yep, all over Israel Yoel. Um, you know, two guys that are just not willing to lead the dance, mm-hmm. and it leads to an extremely boring fight with no action. Very, you know, very short exchanges where they're popping in and out
1: basically the whole time, just staring at each other. But I, see, let about, me ask you this if if someone was to get a knockout, who do you think it would be? Blachovic
0: okay, on a counter. Yeah. Um, However, I do believe Rakic has better wrestling.
1: Yeah, Um, Rakic is taller, but I think Bohovic is bigger. If he can keep his hips out, I think he'll be fine.
0: And I think, but Rakic does have a clear athletic advantage as well. Yeah. Um, But he has the Polish power. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to count out Jan Bohovic out of any fight. Yeah. I don't
1: know, man. I feel like everyone's sleeping on him after just losing a title fight. He also looked horrible in that fight, too. But, yeah, but um, everyone looks terrible from time to time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not. I'm I, I riding know. with the Polish power money line because that is disrespect for him to be the underdog.
0: Yeah, I don't hate that. Um, yeah. I really hope I'm wrong that this isn't a staring contest. You know, maybe like the first yeah. round or two is like a feeling out process. And then they do kind of get into um, a, you know an entertaining kickboxing fight because I don't. I don't really see Rakic wanting to wrestle because he is
1: a kickboxer by trade. I feel like Jan might want to wrestle.
0: It's not. Think about the last time he.
1: Obviously, Rakic is bigger than Izzy, but the last time he fought a good striker who was taller than him. If he can set up some of those takedowns like he did in that Izzy fight, we could see that again. I mean, granted, it's only the last two rounds, but.
0: Right, um, I could see that too. I guess it's I, but again, I I do think Rakic has better wrestling. Um, I'm gonna go with this fight to go the distance at plus one ten. Gotcha.
1: I'm going power, power decision money line. What are the uh, What are the odds on that? Plus one sixty five. Wow, he's yeah. a heavy underdog, kind of. Yeah, thing. I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of my picks are just like. I feel that these people are getting disrespected. That's my thoughts this week.
0: <laughs> all right. So with that being said, Mike, it's time okay. for
1: the main card parlay. Mike's hard main card parlay. Mike's rock hard main card parlay. We're changing it to that. <laughs> I'm going here. Yeah, let me put this Sorry. I have them all written down, but I want to make sure I get these names all right. All right. We're going Jake Hadley. He is. Minus 220. Uh, we're going to go Manuel Torres. He is minus 130. Then we're going Amanda Hibas, plus 155. David Grant, minus 300. Ryan Spann, plus 180. Jan Bohovic plus 165. That comes out at <laughs> five. These are getting risky. <laughs> plus 6,624. $10 to win,
0: $672.41. You always see those numbers. You're like, man, I might just take a flyer on this. But then like, <laughs> you look at the number, you're like, there's a reason why this number looks like
1: this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the second time today that I've noticed how big those odds are. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Um. All right. So, yeah, that was, uh, that'll wrap up our preview of the um, Vegas 54 card. Um, that'll be happening this Saturday.
1: Um, you know, time the event start starts, at I think it's an afternoon. Main card starts at nine. Oh, I'm mistaken.
0: All right. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how much of this I'm going to be watching just because NHL playoffs are on and
1: eh. shit. A so. guys skate awesome. guys Hey, come on. I love <laughs> hockey. You know, I love hockey. All right. I've, I've, um, I'll be honest, I only watch it when I gamble on it or when I'm with you guys. That's Even fair. though I can barely see the puck sometimes. <laughs> I totally understand.
0: Um, all right. I mean, I don't have anything else. Uh, is there anything you want to talk about?
1: Hmm. Am I mad this week? Ooh, Mike's therapy session. No, that was earlier. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh no, I'm not mad about anything this week. Wow, this is we're on a hot streak, Lee.
0: He's like Mike is happy now. Like things are good. Um, the vibes are immaculate. The, the vibes right about now. Um, yeah, okay. So I got nothing else. Um, if Alex were here, I'd say Alex here, do the sign up. I'm
1: cutting the promo this week. All right, what's that? I'm cutting the promo.
0: Oh, let's hear it, Mike. Yeah. Sign us off. All
1: right, here we go. Let me give me a second here. All right. This weekend, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to win this rock hard main card parlay. We're going to enjoy it. Fights start at 630. Main card starts at 9. I'm Mike Grosh. That's Andrew Lee. Hope you all have a great weekend and hope you win best, not only in UFC, but all the other sports too. Have a good one. We're not best friends. I'm here with my best friend, Andrew Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. Sorry, good morning. (laughs) Or good
0: one. Yeah, happy betting.